This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello. And welcome to Line Dance Podcast with Christopher Gonzalez and... Megan Barcelia. We are continuing the tournament, end of the world tournament, 2020. These are dances, uh, started at 64 dances, uh, whittling down uh, slowly and gradually to presumably one big winner. Uh, Dances that we would request at events, if they occur at all, in the year of 2020... Maybe Vegas Dance Explosion in November. Maybe Florida Line Dance Classic in December. Uh, hopefully both. Hopefully both. <laughs> uh, and while we don't normally make requests because the DJ has the unenviable job of trying to please everyone all at the same time and we don't want to make their lives worse, um, we would be willing to submit requests if asked. And if there were a need to extend the night into the wee hours of morning, like at Windy City Line Dance Mania 2019. Thank you, JP. Uh, that being said, we've already done many, many rounds. Uh, we actually cut off just before the end of the winner's final. And uh, we have a few matchups left in that before the non-winners square off. So these were the ones that we had mentioned in previous episodes as not having beaten their counterparts, but they have kind of like a separate tournament that they yeah. go through. And among those, there will be a winner that will end up in the final bracket. So the winner of the winners and the winner of the non-winners will go head-to-head, hopefully, at the end of this episode. So continuing where we left off, we have A Lover's Track by Roy Hedisabrodo and Fiona Murray and Rapper's Delight by Rachel McEnany White. This is always where things get really challenging because it's your favorite of your favorites of your favorites. And now they have to face off of each other. And you want to just sit there and go, why can't we all just get along? (laughs) But if I was in a hallway, I have no idea which dance I would run into. (laughs) Um, Oh, heavens. I think... Although my inclination is to say Rapper's Delight because of the rarity of it, because I've never actually seen it in a ballroom that I can recall, I do have to say I get a sweet, happy feeling from a lover's trap. Track, sorry, let's enunciate precisely. So I think I'd have to give it to a lover's track because it's got that sweet... And then associated with the happy as opposed to Rapper's Delight is a different kind of fun happy. So I think, I think I'd think i choose a lover's track. I will go with a lover's track as well. I just noticed that these both have possessives in them. A <laughs> lover's track, Rapper's Delight. That's interesting. That's fitting. And for me, as much as I enjoy dancing Rapper's Delight, as a dance it's very nice. I have seen videos of other people dancing it. Everyone has their own story. It's been around long enough that people have their trivia about how the song came about or what they were doing in their life when they first heard that on the radio. And I've seen other people play with it, especially Rachel herself, the choreographer, uh, playing with it in ways that, while I would be enjoying the dance on its own, might make me think, oh gosh, this is what she did, or this is what Joey did the last time I saw that video. And with a lover's track, I have not seen many people do it. I've, I've seen Roy and Fiona because, you know, they taught it. It's their dance. Other than that, it's mine. It's my dance for me to experience that I taught at Windy City. And 
I get to have that, like you said, that like that nice, special, happy feeling just for me without worrying about anyone else and their story about the song or the dance, uh, as you know, is the case with Rapper's Delight. You do get you do bring up a really valid point in the sense that we were in the ballroom when a lover's track was being taught versus Rapper's Delight we learned from a video and step sheet. So, yeah, I definitely... Again, I enjoy both of them because this is your favorites of your favorites of your favorites, but uh, I'd have to give it up to a lover's track. Yeah, I got to shout out to lover's track twice now. It's like choosing, at this point, it's like choosing among your favorite children versus earlier, it's just choosing among your favorite cousins. (laughs) All right, next we have Take Me to the Water by Roy and Fiona versus She Will Be Loved, and that hurts. I, I think I know which way I'm inclined, but they are both such art pieces also she will be loved i don't know if i said it was by rachel mckinney white um i I, yeah i I have my feeling on this and it's kind of what i've been saying in all the previous episodes about each of these but go ahead it feels wrong Mm. to state which one i would do Mm. it feels so wrong to say i would do one over the other But as wonderful and as nostalgic as She Will Be Love makes me and as as happy as it makes me that I was able to give back to Louis even in the slightest bit, Take Me to the Water moved me to tears. So I'd have to give it up to that just because it was able, it gave me the opportunity to experience that. Yeah, uh, I'm going with Take Me to the Water as well. In previous episodes, you've said that when the dances that are against each other are both so well fit to the music with their movements, then often it'll be the longer of the dances that wins because you get to do that, but more. You get to do that with more counts in more parts of the song. Also, as I mentioned in another episode, I like the original version of She Will Be Loved, the song, more than the acoustic version because of what his voice does near the end. I love the cleverness, of course, but then I also enjoy what Roy and Fiona did with such challenges in the song for Take Me to the Water, where they had to change, they, they had to go off of the normal 4 4 time signature for a huge section of the beginning of the dance. And it works and it fits. So I, I will take take me to the water forward into the semi-finals of the winners category. And I think I've said it also in earlier episodes, there is no wrong answer with this particular one. I mean, there really isn't. They're both excellent pieces of, I would almost say more than just artwork, but just expressive human emotion. Like They are both very well-crafted, hit the music beautifully, and are able to allow a dancer to really experience movement and storytelling. But unfortunately, you do have to pick one in this situation. And so, you know, let's go with one of them. <laughs> Next up in the semifinals, we have A Lover's Track versus Take Me to the Water. And this is actually a quicker one that you might think. I'm going with Take Me to the Water. It's so elegant and nuanced. And A Lover's Track, while delightful and fun... Um, and I, you know, I have the happy feeling of, of teaching it and everything with take me to the water. I feel like I have to dance it just to be 
the person in that moment to appreciate it. Like you've, like we've said about it being a, an entity, it's almost like this benevolent ghost. And if you've seen the movie Ghost, then I would be like Whoopi Goldberg getting filled with the ghost of that dance just to dance it while that song is played. So it, it's not a feeling of delight and cheerfulness like a lover's track. It's more solemn and reflective, but I feel like I'm doing it justice just by showing up to dance it. I feel like I need to honor it in that way. And a lover's track seems like it might, as much as it knows that I appreciate it, it can have fun without me. It can have fun with everyone else who's also enjoying it, bouncing around. But if they weren't being played in opposite ballrooms, um, I, I think a lover's track knows that it would have me in there and it would forgive me if I passed to do Take Me to the Water. So there's certain dances that just make an impression on you and have a lasting memory that will, even if you are never able to dance it again, you will still look back on it with such a love and appreciation for it. And Take Me to the Water really does this for me. I've connected to it. I've experienced it. I've discovered it. I've even struggled with it because of timing. And so I feel like it's just, it's one of those dances that for me will be on my line dance journey until the end. A Lover's Track is fun. It's cute. It's very well done. But it's also one of those that... I've had a lot of enjoyable moments for it, but I don't think that it needs to go the distance the way Take Me to the Water does. It, again, I love the dance. It's fun. It's very well choreographed, but there's a lot of very well choreographed dances out there as we have discovered in this particular series of episodes. All right, now we have the non-winners because in the finals... We have, out of that enormous bracket, we have Take Me to the Water moving all the way to the end, except it still has one more battle to, to fight. And it will be facing the non-winners, starting with, in this new bracket, Smooth Criminal versus Street Soul. Before I get into that, I find it interesting that you say non-winners as opposed to runner-up. Well, I mean, on the on the screen it says losers, but yes. we don't say that. <laughs> no, 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 because they're all amazing dances. Hmm. But uh, I, I just found that interesting. So between Smooth Criminal and Street Soul, this one's a pretty easy one for me, just simply because I feel like a dancer when I dance Street Soul, and I enjoy the art craft of of Smooth Criminal. It is fun, but it was one that. It was more of a FOMO situation of me learning it because everybody else was having so much fun that I was like, okay, fine, let me in on this. I, I, I can't sit out any longer where a street soul was, I need to have this, I need to have this now, it's mine. <laughs> very, very selfish in that way, but it's still so wonderful to get out on the floor and share with people because it is that kind of dance for me. While I like and appreciate street soul, as I mentioned in a previous episode, there's that video you recorded of me dancing Smooth Criminal, and there's no doubt that I am in it. I am inhabiting that dance, and I can think of nothing but but the music and steps, and, and my brain just turns off, and I'm going for it. Just knowing 
how I feel with Street Soul and hearing the song, I don't think there will ever be a video of me doing that the same way. Uh, I know you've experienced that doing like you know, Lay Low and, and um, Faith and Desire. I don't think Street Soul is my dance to do that. But Smooth Criminal already has at least one instance of it. So that's, that's where I'd go for that matchup. All right. Well, it goes forward. Up next, Whatever Happens and Give It Back. For me, again, it's a pretty straightforward, is going to be Give It Back. That, that dance just, it needs to go further in this tournament just in general. But I feel like I can actually become part of that dance where as whatever happens it's still as much as it's enjoyable and it's well crafted and there's a few fun spots that I've definitely played with it that that situation we had with the first time we learned it and learning the restart tag business incorrectly that just yeah I hang I hang my head a little bit in that one so I'm definitely going to go with give it back yeah, I'm, I'm also going with that. I have made too many mistakes in whatever happens and not enough in Give It Back for me to hold that against it. It's just so artful, as I've described. Make sure that you're listening to this this tournament all the way through from beginning to end and you'll hear all of our backstory and personal stories and choreographers in case we skip those this time. <laughs> Up next, I have a lot a lot of positive things to say about the one that I would pick and actually quite a few about the ones that I would unfortunately have to uh, leave in this round. So we have never been to Spain and I don't mind. The thing about I don't mind, it is very well choreographed in the fact that the movements do hit the song. It gives you kind of that fun playing spot where it talks about the money, money, money. He talks about the dancing on a pole part. And that's all really fun to play with and enjoy. But I have stepped away from I Don't Mind for a few years. I have not stepped away from Never Been to Spain. I mean, yes, I did come back to I Don't Mind, but Never Been to Spain... Oh, just that song. Even even in between recording these episodes, because we had talked about it in one of the previous episodes, I had to play the song and just visualize dancing it. And it just, it made me so happy. So I would definitely pick Never Been to Spain. I would as well. Um, when I lost the dance for I Don't Mind for a period of time and watched it being danced, I felt angry. And I still don't to this day know whether I'm doing like the head swivel bit 100% correctly as much as I enjoy the rest of the dance now now that I have it back um, I don't know that I'm like exactly on uh, all, the, all the right vertebrae or whatever it is for that and like I said I, I have I have been upset for times when I made mistakes in it originally learning it and then not really keeping it and then I would kind of like resent I don't want to say the dancer, the dancers, but like I had a resentful feeling when I would see it. I'm like, well, I, I, I could be dancing it, but I, I just didn't, I didn't like it enough to keep it. And I've never felt that way with never been to Spain, even when I had to get it back. There would be, there would be times when we'd be dancing it through and be like, oh, we're so close. We're so close. We just need to fill this in. Is it a crossing shuffle? How do we get from here to that corner? And what does she do when she goes back? Is it a syncopated turn? Is it just a, a slow full turn? It's more of like a problem-solving puzzle. 
it's just an exercise in memory and not a frustration at, I used to kind of know that and something's wrong with my brain that I lost it. <laughs> so I'm going with Never Been to Spain as well. That song though. And then every time I hear it, I think of Joe and I can see her dancing it and her like vest shawl thing that's a little bit long, just kind of flowing when she does that turn hitch thing. Oh yeah, yeah. So happy. So, so happy. <laughs> Up next, I'm not sure. I'm going to have to take a minute to really think about this for Blurred Lines and Let It Out. Definitely. Oh, God. I was going to say, Let It Out. It only took me the one time learning it, and I have known it the whole time. And it is fun and funky, and it's got a lot of enjoyable moments for it. And it's one of those that... I mean, the other one, the Blurred Lines says this as well, but it's a, naturally Rachel would choreograph that right there. Naturally. Like, that makes perfect sense. Like, you couldn't do anything but that right there. Blurred Lines I have struggled with a little bit uh, since I did learn it. It is not one of my favorite songs, but it's also not one of my least favorite songs either. So it's got that from going for it. But there's a lot of fun movements in that one that do make sense so it's a challenging one in that sense that they're both very well done but I think because I've had such a consistency with let it out I'm gonna have to say let it out I'm going blurred lines when I first learned it I didn't quite have it I learned it alone in a dark room in Ives (laughs) and I didn't dance it enough so I didn't keep it but I think that happened long ago enough that it's fine. I don't even really have the strongest emotional memories of not keeping it then. Let it out. I had that solidly when we learned it at Northwest Line Dance Blast. I was in the demo, uh, or not the demo, the, the, the video of it being danced on the floor that Jesse tends to do at events. And then I lost it. So that made me more frustrated because... I had it and then I lost it. So like, what was the point? Where was the, why, why did I invest the time if I had it that well and now it's gone? And that, you know, again, out of stubbornness and bitterness and resentment, I, I stayed away from it for a while watching other people dance it because even though it was unintentional as a loss, I had to make it intentional in my mind to justify not dancing it. So since I still have that kind of memory uh, associated with it whereas blurred lines i mostly just have the more recent memories of bouncing and dancing and hey, hey, hey i'm going with blurred lines all right i think that's fair enough since you're the tiebreaker anyways yeah. also just as a as a dance it's it's efficient it's well crafted it's got patterns easy to follow let it out that's hard to follow there was real weird stuff like that extra syncopation near the end there are some things that would be very difficult to do if you're just watching and following on the floor okay up next i would love to know what you would choose between fault line and electric love electric love electric really i would have thought the other one so please share i'm very intrigued again it's the frustration i i remember i remember when we learned fault line or when i learned it in a garage and then lost it for a while it's hard to justify starting the dance over on the sidewalls and the tag just kind of happens. I do enjoy the feeling uh, when I'm in the mood to dance that kind of a dance, getting swept along, all the build, 
But Electric Love, I mean, I've kind of lost it, but I can pick it back up just dancing it. It's it's not so bizarre, and there are not there's nothing too similar from one part of the dance to another that I get confused and angry. I just get thrown off. But I pick it back up, and then I feel cool again. Like as I've mentioned in different uh, in, in other episodes where we reference Electric Love, it's one of those cool dances where you're snuck into a party or a club and everyone else is dancing it and you hope that they don't spot that you're way out of place and you're just kind of going along with the rest of them and it, it feels nice. Interesting. I mean, I choose Electric Love as well and although I really, really enjoy the prettiness of Fault Line... There is that I have to remember it when I haven't been dancing it enough to know like which sequence is it that I'm doing the rock back on my left and which sequence is it I'm doing a step turn or you know that that portion of it. Electric Love still has the the little bit of the sting of the the Vegas demo where we were gonna just do one wall and then we started to walk off and oh they just kept playing it so then we had to like jump back in and figure out where we were so that was a little frustrating but I there's just again something about that hip roll into that almost fall to the side backwards thing that's just is very satisfying and I like the fallaways and how she does that at the end and even with all the little restarts right before you're gonna finish the the wall where it's like I think there's like you know, two counts or four counts short or something crazy like that where it's really not that much of a difference. But it, it's just, it flows so nicely. I don't have a, a stopping jerky motion to it. And I don't typically have trouble remembering where the restarts are on that one. Whereas, unfortunately, in Fault Line, I do. I don't think I've danced it enough, and I think that's part of it. But also, it is very weird to restart on the side walls and then go back to the front and back wall. And it's very unique in that sense. All right. Now we have Free Falling and Trust Me. And this one for me is easily Free Fallen for reasons I've expounded upon in previous episodes about it being art and well-suited to the music. Clever. It's got the knee bits. It's got the sinking low on references to falling trust me has a lot of steps and they happen and then they go off phrase and they continue to happen (laughs) and i love that one point where it builds and then there's just pure instrumental and chorus um and you do turns there you can explode into the turns Mostly, though, throughout the dance, I don't have like a standout moment that I look forward to doing and enjoying, whereas Free Fallen has a lot of nice moments um, throughout the song, throughout the dance. So with this one here, I second the Free Fallen taking the win on this one. The... It's interesting because I was thinking about how to describe Trust Me and Free Fallen and what it is that I like about them specifically. Both of them, for me, the song makes the dance, but it makes it in two different ways. With Trust Me, the song is fun and weird and unique and random, and so it's just got that going for it, where it's like, what is this? This is hilarious. Like, only a line dancer would know to choreograph to this. Like, 
kind of situation. Whereas Free Fallen, the song makes the movement just make sense. And it allows you to experience it. And they go together and just almost interlock with one of one another the way like a puzzle would. And it, they just complement each other where I couldn't imagine these steps to a different song and I couldn't imagine a different song for or a different steps for this song. It's just they're so well done. One of the things that I really, really love and I've said it before is how differently you can dance Free Fallen and still be on the same beat and still be on the same wavelength in, the, in that sense like you're moving with the dance but also you can discover as a dancer what it means for this song and you in the fear pure fact that you and I dance this so differently and yet every like six to eight counts we're back on the same beat exactly like where you'll slow down some movements I'll speed them up and where I slow down some movements you'll speed them up and it's just so cool to see how differently this song reson or this dance resonate resonates with both of us that I think it just it really deserves to go further in this exercise that we're doing here. All right, next one's easy for me. Man in the mirror and slow burn and uh, without you know repeating a bunch of things that I've said in previous episodes about each of these dances, uh, I will summarize it as slow burn. I could dance it with John and I'm sure it would mean a lot to him. And I'm not sure with all the dance that Simon and Rachel have, whether they would even notice anyone else dancing this one with them. Uh, whereas I feel like John would be uplifted knowing that we appreciated and enjoyed this particular dance of his. Also, I play with it a lot. I don't really play much with man in the mirror. So I remember learning Man in the Mirror and getting really, really excited because we were going to be with Simon at New York State Line. And I remember him really looking forward to the opportunity to dance it with us. We were really excited about it. However, unfortunately, they were playing something else in the other room when this got played. And so unfortunately, he missed it. And so I don't even know if we've actually gotten to dance this with either Simon or Rachel at this point, even though we've seen both of them at events up until this point. I love the dance. I love the song. I think the movement makes sense, but the, it's going up against Slow Burn. <laughs> so I'm going to have to give it to Slow Burn. It, it, slow Burn would go pretty far if it was me, you know, calling all the shots at this point because of how I've connected to the dance and you can play with it and again you can experience it with John for sure all right next we have ice cream versus people help the people I described ice cream as being more or less even and and mellow throughout people help the people is very artistic could be a performance piece a lot of rise a lot of fall so I'm gonna give it to that And I'm going to second that there is a lot of development that I need to occur before I'm going to be able to gracefully execute the movements of people help the people. But there is just something about that dance that is just so moving that I want to be a part of it. Yeah. All right. Next up, get out the kitchen, smooth criminal. And again, smooth criminal is pretty mellow, pretty even. Uh, it, it requires a lot of energy, but no tags, no restarts. You don't have to like think about those coming up or remembering them, whereas you do with Get Out the Kitchen. However, when it gets to explode, it's very satisfying. So I'm going with Get Out the Kitchen. 
I'm going to second that one. Again, I really do enjoy the movements of both of these dances. And I think it's the fact that Get Out of the Kitchen does have an up and down kind of explosion factor to it where, you know, you have the tag, which is very, very mellow, very mellow. And then you have a lot of fancy footwork, but then there's also turns and then there's the the hip bumps portion of it. And then it goes into the uh, almost like a K step into, you know, there's just so much to this dance. I, I really, really, really enjoy it. And I'm so grateful that I fought for it. Uh, so I'm going to have to give it to get out of the kitchen. All right. Next up, AK Freak and give it back. Uh, this is a tough one because I have struggled with AK Freak definitely more than I have with Give It Back. Give It Back we've described as efficient, very precise art. Uh, one of the best suited dances for its song. AK Freak does have some confusing bits, especially in the final eight. So what do you have to say about this? I've never sat out of Give It Back. I have sat out of AK Freak. So I'm going to have to push Give It Back forward. <sighs> That's an excellent point. <laughs> There's no wrong answer with these two that's dances. Point. Yeah, the, there is the one part at the end that's kind of tricky with uh, with AK Freak. And now that I think about it, there's also the bit uh, surrounding the sweep and the counts that come after that. Uh, I have definitely confused myself on that and had to come back uh, on the right foot for the second wall. I don't typically have those same problems with Give It Back, so I, I will second the, uh, the nomination for Give It Back. This is going to be my kryptonite right here. Pump it versus never been to Spain. Thoughts to help me decide when I'm moving forward? Uh, I'm actually going to go with pump it on this one. Even though I've had so many things, when, when pump it's been against other dances, I have, I have said, oh, well, it goes off phrase, and there are parts that don't need to be with that part of the song. And never been to Spain is very nicely phrased to its, its music. It doesn't have tags or restarts. It does have the the bits that uh, you know we get confused the crossing shuffle the diagonal stuff. Now here is the thing with these two, pump it. Even though it seems weird and arbitrary sometimes, and it does go off phrase, and so you can't get back on if you get thrown off. It's at least interesting all the way through. Never been to Spain has a lot of brilliant breathing moments. Uh, because Joe finds that important. She says it's great, uh, a good tip for choreography. If you have something difficult, follow it by something a little easier. And then you have some room to breathe before the next part. And in a previous episode, I mentioned how Pump It taps into the previous or quote-unquote more real me uh, of a line dancer since I started out in country bars bouncing around everywhere. And that part of me likes that Pump It doesn't give you breathing. It gives you work <laughs> and lots of play throughout um but not a lot of time to stop and check your watch so i'm going with pump it myself this isn't fair this isn't so not fair because i have so many positive memories with both of these pump it is one of those that certainly gives me more energy leaving the floor than i got on the floor with never been to spain it makes me smile in ways that i just i I don't have very many dances that give me that feeling and I am at a complete loss. You are the tiebreaker, so no matter what pump it's moving through. Okay. So <laughs> we're, we're just going to go ahead and start that as I'm still rambling on. But 
in all honesty, I think that if it was just us in the ballroom with the DJ, nobody else was in the room. And, he's, and they were giving me the opportunity between these two. I think I'd pick Never Been to Spain. Really? Yes. Interesting. I, I think if it was just us. Now, with that said, if there was more people in the ballroom, I would probably pick Pump It. Hmm. But if it was just us, I would, I would choose Never Been to Spain. I would have thought that you'd say Pump It because you might know it better and not have the parts in the middle that are kind of, ooh, do I do the sailor? Do I do a triple? Um and also with Pump It, if it's just us, then you probably know that the DJ is playing with us <laughs> like little puppets <laughs> and they want to see what we'll do. And I think that there's more that we would do that they would enjoy in Pump It than Never Been to Spain. And also we wouldn't have anyone to follow for Never Been to Spain in case we both get thrown off, which we might. The thing about Never Been to Spain versus Pump It and why it would just be us that I would pick Never Been to Spain is because then I would feel okay with being selfish. Whereas Pump It, I feel like I would need to choose something that more people could enjoy and benefit and possibly participate in because more people do know, let me phrase that, more people in, at my experience at events know Pump It than they know Never Been to Spain. And so I would I'd certainly have come across the, why are we the only two out here? I thought more people would know this dance. Now I feel like I'm wasting everybody's time versus the well i know these five dances what does everybody else know okay let's do the one that the most people know so i would choose pump it the other thing is you do make an excellent point in the fact that pump it has more oomph to it and so people will watch it more and get excited whereas selfishly it would be never been in spain all right. Up next, we have Fragile and Blurred Lines, and I'm going with Fragile. Uh, Blurred Lines is a very excellently crafted dance. No tags, no restarts, 64 counts, two walls. Uh, it's a bouncy, fun kind of dance, kind of like Sucker by Julie Wetzel. It's fun and even and mellow, straight across. Um, fragile hits you hard and makes you feel emotions, like strong emotions. And I can feel fun playing a video game. So with Blurred Lines, I would enjoy it and appreciate it. And if I heard it playing outside of a shop, I would dance it on the sidewalk. But Fragile, I, I know I would be experiencing as something rare in a ballroom because I don't always get to feel the things that come out with that dance. Uh, and I certainly would not want to dance it on a sidewalk. That would be not, not the right time or place. I would take that opportunity in a ballroom to dance Fragile. So here comes an interesting one from me. It's going to be fragile. Oh. <laughs> right? I knew you would be kind of shocked on that. Now, I do enjoy both dances for sure. And they both have their time and their place. And I think the reason why ultimately I would come down to fragile in, although I am not the person who has felt strong emotions towards it, I do like what the movements express they're different movements that you don't see in a lot of dances and I really really enjoy that as well as I do have the memory of learning it from Guyton himself and I I find that because I got in with one year left basically with Guyton I feel like I got really really lucky 
in that I was able to experience even just a little bit of him on the circuit, whereas people who've come in after me, unfortunately, have not. And I'm grateful to have that memory. And so it bumps the dances up a little bit more. All right, this next one's a quickie for me. Four Leaf Clover versus Electric Love. And Four Leaf Clover is just too darn cute. Uh, I want to to promote and help help that dance uh, survive as much as I can. <laughs> and every time that I dance it in a ballroom, might sell it for the next person to watch it. And then it just keeps the baton getting passed forward. Uh, that That is how strongly I feel about Four Leaf Clover and supporting it. Uh yeah, I think it comes as no surprise that Four Leaf Clover, I've had nothing but positive things. I've always chosen it at this point. <laughs> All right, now we have Tiptoe and Free Fallen, which is mean, and I did have lots of nice things to say about Free Fallen. Uh, I almost want to just let you take this one uh, first, because <laughs> I, I, I might need a little more time. You mean because I got an answer? Go ahead. Um, <laughs> okay. Tiptoe is fun and new. Well, I say new only because we've been dancing it more frequently because we've really solidified it. And that's what I mean by new. But I've lost it in the past. And although you really, really enjoy the little tiptoe ballerina business, it, that's not what sells it for me. The ridiculousness of the tag is what sells it for me, which is very enjoyable and I'm very grateful for it. But Free Fallen, I haven't lost since I've learned it. And I've really, really, really enjoyed it when I've been able to watch it before learning it and then now that I know it. I like what it brings out in me, definitely. Um, that, that's, that side, the emotional interpretation part of dance. And tiptoe, I like a lot. And uh, it's definitely a lot of fun. Unfortunately, through no fault of its own, I have had an experience of dancing at some place where there were partner dancers and the floor got flooded with them and we barely had room to do any of the sweeps or any of the things that were necessary for tiptoe so unfortunately that is now part of my line dance story with it and free fall and i haven't had that nothing's knocked me out of it while i've danced it and i hope to continue that as long as i can going forward so i'm going to free fall next up is woo woo versus slow burn you've got thoughts on both of these so i'm curious Really? I would love to think what you, I would love to hear what you think I might choose. Well, you know, you've, the things that you've said about Woo Woo are that it's sassy and that you get to enjoy and experience that, you know, especially as a woman of sass. And Slow Burn has won against everything, I think, so far, <laughs> every time it's come up. So you're probably going to go Slow Burn. And you are correct. <laughs> I, I will do the same. I've, I've already said most of my positives about it in, in previous episodes, so we'll just leave it at that. Slow Burn goes forward. <laughs> Thank you for for listening and guessing correctly. Although there has been a few surprises for both of us uh, on this this journey of what the other might choose. Uh, Slow Burn is, it's just been solid for me this whole time. Since the moment I learned it till now, it's just been a solid, awesome dance for me to experience. So last for this round before moving on to the next round. Die a happy man and people help the people. I am very intrigued to hear what you have to hear. But I'm just going to say die a happy man as my vote before you get in there. Mine is people help the people. Uh, The thing with die a happy man is that I know I can do it. 
I don't know that I can do people help the people. I have so much room to grow in it. So there's interest and novelty in it for me. Die a happy man. I can't say that I've like had a peak moment or anything like that, but I'm not going to go much farther in it or further in it because it's very straightforward. It's very even all the way across. It's pretty, of course. And if it were against something else that maybe were like less pretty, then it, it, could, pretty. it could win. But uh, for me, People Help the People is extraordinarily like graceful and moving and like spellbinding. And I have nowhere to go but up the more I dance it as far as like in, um, deepening my experience with it. You do bring valid points in the fact that People Help the People does have room to grow. Mm-hmm. I still solidify my choice of Die Happy Man. But since you are the tiebreaker, people help the people goes to the next round. I'm sorry, Die Happy Man. I still love you. All right. We've got 20 minutes left. We might actually get through this entire tournament. Uh, get out the kitchen versus give it back. I feel like we've done this one before. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to go with give it back because it doesn't have any weird tags or chugs. Um, and it didn't make us as angry learning it. Um yeah, if I were just looking at it at face value, I might be excited that, oh, good, Get Out the Kitchen is playing at this event, but I might not hear Give It Back again for another three events. So with those two in a ballroom and having never set out of it, uh, I, I think I'd go Give It Back. I concur, like 100% with all of your facts for that one. It would definitely be Give It Back. All right, Pump It versus Fragile. I'm going to revert to my previous logic of it. Oh, it goes off phrase. These movements don't go here. No. And Fragile will take it from me in that round. No. Pump it. You almost had a chance. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. uh, Mine would be Pump it. I'm really glad that you have certain dances that you're able to connect with so deeply and experience so differently from me. It's really cool to know that as dancers and with the choreography behind it to be able to reach different people differently. But mine would have been puppet. Yeah, the personal dance story is is a huge factor in these for sure. Uh, then we have Four Leaf Clover and Free Fallen. And here's one of those examples of, I, I you know, as much as I enjoy Four Leaf Clover and it's very cute and I love the song, Free Fallen is more. It's more um, nuanced. There's weird stuff in there. And the more I dance it, the more I'm going to learn about it. And I think I've learned most of what I'm going to from Four Leaf Clover and dancing that. So I would go Free Fallen. And you stare. I'm, I'm, I had no answer, so I put myself in the hallway, and then I had a meltdown. <laughs> I just kind of sat down in the middle of the floor and went, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, because... I'm thinking about the idea of like, okay, well, why would I run into this room? Well, because it doesn't get played. Well, unfortunately, neither one of them get played excessively at dance events. And I said, okay, well, when was the last time I did? Well, I haven't done either one of them in a long time, so I really want to dance both of them. Well, which one do I not have more room for? Okay, there it is. I found it. I found a decision. Free Fallen requires more of a mood and an environment. And I probably would not get that just anywhere. Whereas I could probably experience four-leaf clover if I played it as quote-unquote a slow song or maybe even a West Coast swing. I could still sneak off into the corner and dance four-leaf clover. With that said, because I'm in the ballroom, I would pick Free Fallen. 
I like that. You know, as you were describing that, I thought of like a shopping mall with those nice slick floors. And if Four Leaf Clover were playing, I would have no trouble dancing that in a shopping mall. I wouldn't feel as exposed as I would during free fall, which I would need a ballroom for. Which is really funny because previous answers we've done the, well, because it requires more, I wouldn't choose it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. Now we have slow burn and people help the people. I think you know what my answer is. Shucker, slow burn. I think I still got to go with people help the people because of the room for growth. And with slow burn, I play with it, but I don't feel like I'm growing. You, you're a, yeah. I'm sad. You're sad. <laughs> I mean, there's no wrong answer in any of these because we agreed on the, when we initially picked these 64, it was which ones did we want that we liked that we want to dance together and we both got excited about all of them that were mentioned so there's really no wrong answer it's just sad when one of them doesn't get picked even though you're picking the one that you like like another one another one's moving forward the one that gets picked you feel guilty (laughs) all right moving right along we have revolution versus give it back and i'm going to go with the uplift of revolution over the mellow coolness of give it back i'd pick give it back you're your tiebreaker tournament is going to be very interesting. I would love to see what makes it to the end of that one. Up next, we have uh, Love Yourself versus Fragile. And I'm going Fragile because, again, Love Yourself, I play with it, but it's very even throughout. And Fragile has those highs and lows, which give me a stronger emotional resonance. And I think I'd pick Love Yourself simply because I have more of a confidence in it. And... So I probably wouldn't have to think as much about the movement and I can experience the dance. However, give me two months and who knows, maybe it would be the opposite. Mm. Little Red Corvette versus Freefall. Oh, no, that's not fair. See, this tournament's been going on so long. I don't even I don't even know if these already have matched, but I'm going to go with Freefall because, again, there's more room to grow. Little Red Corvette is very even, very playable, but... Uh, you know, free fallen might be there with me in the long run. I could maybe see that as a performance as well. Sure. <laughs> My brain's fried on that one. I I don't even know if I could okay, let's see. Let's see. I'm in that ballroom again. <laughs> or in that hallway. In the ballroom. No. Um honestly, I think just because of the rarity that I've seen it, I'd have to say Free Fallen. I've seen Little Red Corvette a smidgen more, a smidge, not hardly anything more, but Free Fallen is a little bit less, and I haven't really explored it as deeply as I have Little Red Corvette, even though I feel like I can explore Little Red Corvette further. I think it'd have to end up being Free Fallen, but that feels so wrong to say. All right, now we have Sanctify My Sins versus People Help the People. I'm going with People Help the People, again, because of growth. Sanctify My Sins is clean, and the movements are appropriate. Compared to People Help the People, I think it plays it safe. Uh, There aren't a lot of invented movements the way there seem to be with People Help the People, where you would never see some of those movements in other dances. Sanctify My Sins is like, oh, yeah, okay, maybe in eight years when everyone's forgotten about that step, we can use that over again. Uh, people help the people is so specifically itself that things can't really migrate out of it. I would second the people help the people. Slightly different reasons, but still kind of along the same track where as people help the people, 
the movements really go along with telling the story of people help the people and that song is so powerful that i'd have to push that one forward revolution versus fragile finally one of these can't go on i'm intrigued mm-hmm, yeah i would go with fragile because i didn't i mean i i struggled learning it and there are some parts that i still need to like think for a moment to remember but I remember with uh, Revolution being actually frustrated, not getting those section bits right of, is it the slow walk and then the shuffle and then the chase and then the spiral? Wait, hold on. I think I mixed two of those. That was frustrating. And while it does uplift and makes me very happy and I, I do feel like I'm flying, Fragile is like a different uplift where it's like from my soul. Like like there's a light coming down and you're reaching up. You're literally reaching in parts of this dance forward in part A and and you're like touching this light. And revolution, it kind of feels like you are the light, but like like a little bird, like a hoppy, chirpy <laughs> little bird. And if it's comparing being a chirpy bird to like being touched by the divine of, of whatever's parting the clouds, I would go with fragile. I liked a little birdie. That's cute. <laughs> um... Honestly, with this one, it would be fragile. The reason being, I was there in the room when it was taught by Guyton. And with Revolution, I sat out of it for so long that it kind of finally was just like, why have I not learned this yet? Okay, I'm just going to learn it so that I can be like, yeah, I know it. You know, it's a lot of fun and I'm really glad I did. And I do get enjoyment out of the fact that I feel like if I have room to fly, I really can like the little birdie and really enjoy it. But Fragile has been with me since my first event. So for me, it's got more of that kind of weight and meat to it than Revolution. All right, this match is just wrong and angry making, but free falling <laughs> versus people help the people. And here I can't just rely on, oh, well, I have more Gross. room to grow in this one. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when they both move forward. Uh, and for this, I think I would have to say it's super small, but I think I have to go with free falling. Even though there's a lot that happens in people help the people, I know that I can rely on all of the choreographers of it to dance it in their own way if it ever needs to live on going forward. I don't know that Free Fallen has that many representatives, and I feel like I would need to join that coalition to ensure its safety in the future of line dance. Also, People Help the People was being danced by Wine Country Line Dance when I started dancing, but I didn't know it. I had to sit out of that, and that's a memory that stuck with me, unfortunately, now, is that everyone else liked it. It was very popular, and I didn't know it. But Free Fallen, we learned pretty quickly after knowing that it existed, and I haven't had to sit out of it because of that since then. So of those two, minor reasons, but I'm going with uh, Free Fallen. Yeah, I think we learned it less than a month between seeing it for the first time and dancing it. I think it, it was like less, it was like three or four weeks, if that. So I, I definitely agree with you in, in that sense of Free Fallen was one of those that was like, I need to know this now. Whereas, you know, people help the people. They just taught it at the last Windy City. And I wasn't in that room. I, I might have been learning something else at the time, but I definitely wasn't in there to take the lesson. So maybe that has something to say about it. I don't know. I do think that Free Fallen has more room for me. I think even though I have a lot of room to grow in the other one. 
All right, we got about two minutes left for each of these matchups. Uh, now we have She Will Be Loved versus Fragile. Ooh. Thoughts? She Will Be Loved. It's got it's got <sighs> too much emotion for me, too much positive association for me. I'm, I haven't stepped away from it and came back to it. And I, I know this sounds weird, but I really like that I made Louis smile. Yeah, there is that. There is that. Oh... I would be disappointed in myself if I ever lost Fragile for good. If I if I lost She Will Be Loved, I would think back on it fondly as that period of time when I knew it really well and danced it when I could. Uh, it also kind of existed before me, unfortunately. And Fragile, I feel like I grew with it and I kept it alive and I held on to it. So I think I would still have to keep Fragile. Boo. Boo. Boo me. <laughs> boo. I will boo myself. <laughs> All right, and uh, next we have Rapper's Delight versus Free Fallen. I have room to grow in Rapper's Delight. I mean, it's balancing and fun, but it doesn't mean like you can't find nuance to that and new isolations. And Free Fallen, ah, if I got to dance pretty, maybe I'll dance fragile. I don't know. Free Fallen. Yeah. I mean, shocker, right? It's definitely going to be Free Fallen for me. I have fun with Rapper's Delight. But for me, I think the fun in Rapper's Delight is the idea that not many people know it mm-hmm. as opposed to really connecting the pieces of footwork with the music. The music doesn't speak to me. I'm not whoever that character is that they're describing, whereas Free Fallen is something that I feel like I can relate to in some way, shape, or form. And it does have a lot of room for me to grow and develop as well as it's already come such a long way for me as a dancer. I think another point that I'll mention here is that, as I mentioned when it was Rapper's Delight versus something else, Rapper's Delight is fresh and different with all the lyrics throughout the song. Free Fallen does repeat itself. And it's minor, but that means the ways that you play with it might be very similar from one iteration or verse or chorus to the next. Actually, it would just be chorus, wouldn't it? Uh, so again, for novelty's sake, I'll go with Rapper's Delight. And now it's Rapper's Delight versus Fragile. Right, row. Right? Your thoughts? Uh, given these two dances, I do Rapper's Delight. Yeah. Yep. Less people know it, and it's fun, and it's got a unique set of movements that I'm not used to, plus the the step hitch and then step down and the tap forward and the pushing your foot forward and like a knee pop. And then, yeah, there's just a lot of really fun moments in this. Um, and again, I haven't danced it in a ballroom yet. So I think that's where it needs to happen. Hmm. I'm going to go with fragile and it's the bit, like I mentioned in a previous episode that, uh, toward the end like you look forward to that it builds to that and then it hits and then again clouds part light comes down rapper's delight it's very enjoyable however as i've mentioned with other dances it's even it's it's pretty straight all the way through you just enjoy it from beginning to end which normally isn't a bad thing but in (laughs) in comparison here there's nowhere for it to go once the song starts it does not build so if you dance it for 30 seconds and then jump out you've pretty much had the experience you're going to fragile you need to dance the whole thing so that that is why i would say fragile all right and the last round in the non-winners before we go into the final finals lover's track a lover's track versus fragile a lover's track. 
fragile. <laughs> it hits too many places, and a lover's track does hit in some places for sure, and I enjoy those. And the rest of the dance also happens, and those are also good good parts of the dance. Fragile is so weird. It it breaks me out of my comfort zone, and it, I have the memories. Fra- lover's track, I do have the memories, but I don't really have as much growth opportunity as I do with Fragile. Yeah, I think what it comes down to for me is I feel feel almost choppy with Fragile. Like it doesn't feel like there is a consistency. Like how you've said about like rapper's delight is just you know fl- you know straightforward, fluid through the whole dance. It connects start to finish, and you get to experience it just for what it is. Whereas that is how I would almost describe a lover's track versus fragile. I think it's the, oh, this is the part where I'm doing this. Oh, this is the part I'm doing this. And although those sections themselves are very fluid, it's a little choppy in between that for me. We are now in the finals and my heart hurts. This is my I quit moment. Um, (laughs) It's take me to the water versus fragile. And I'm just going to stretch while you talk. Uh, Take me to the water, hands down. There's so much movement and artistic artistic choices in that that along with the music has allowed me to reach deeply I haven't struggled with it the way I did fragile and with fragile I feel I don't know I I just I guess it comes down to me personally I have not connected with the music and the footwork whereas I have with take me to the water Okay, I will second that actually because "Take Me to the Water" water deals with themes that everyone goes through, like end of life and uh, you know what happens at that time. Whereas "Fragile," maybe everyone has felt vulnerable. I I note uh, I noted in a previous episode how having the masculine uh, take take their guard down is unique for guys in, in um, a way that other people like you know yourself might mm-hmm. experience in like "Broken and Beautiful," especially if you're a girl. Um, also, as you mentioned, I have struggled with Fragile in a couple points, like the tag. I never really know that I'm rolling my body up the way it's supposed to be rolled. Uh, in the part, oh, somewhere in B, where it's like a sailor turn and turn, out, out, up, slap. Maybe that's an A. I don't know. It's in one of those parts. I don't know until I do it. Okay, yeah, that was the part where I do the sailor turn. Um, I don't really have to second guess with Take Me to the Water. I think I actually know it. And even if I am not entirely sure after the shoulder bit, uh, whether I'm turning the right way to get into the nightclub, by the next time I have it. And either way, it fits pretty nicely. So I think with the confidence, the themes, um, and how I feel dancing it, I would also go with Take Me to the Water against Fragile. One of the things I also really put in a win category for take me to the water as a dancer the way I experience dance and movement is because the tempo is so not consistent you really have to listen to the song you have to feel it you have you have to pay attention when you're moving that in the beginnings of it it can be challenging but once you get it it just feels so satisfying and it allows you to like speed up and slow down and really feel it out um not that you can't with other dances for sure because every dance there's room to play in that sense once you know it well enough and have experienced it but out of the gate 
Take Me to the Water offers that. Yeah, they both have changes of step where you have to adapt. Fragile does that where you do something different with part A and it's a little stilted, feels a little funky, but Take Me to the Water, its changes and little micro tags seem appropriate and very well suited to the music. All right, thank you for joining us on this tournament journey on Lion Dance Podcast. This has been Christopher Gonzalez with Megan Barcelia. Thank you so much for tuning in to all of these hours of tournament. Until next time, we will see see you on on the the dance dance floor. floor.